What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Berti here. And when it comes to personal transformations, one of the transformation blocks some people have to overcome is healing from emotionally abusive parents. So in this episode, we are going to have some insights you can use to heal from the emotional situations you've been dealt with, whether it's abusive parents or something else. That's going to be the focus of this episode. We are joined by our guest who is on a mission to be a facilitator for the healing and uplifting of all those who were parent, who had parents who failed to protect them when they were children. So her book, Secrets at the Big House, provides lessons in resilience based on her story. And she is none other than Anna Michelina. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mark. Thank you for having me. And as you were saying, uh, they say a good childhood is a treasure. They say a good childhood protects against life's future challenges as adults. So where does that leave those of us whose childhood wasn't a treasure, but a nightmare? Right. And we all have different struggles that we embrace, but the ones that happen early, the ones that happen when you're four or five, those are the things that have the deepest impact on you. And for some people, they never really recover from that type of stuff. So how can we look back at the stuff that happened to us when we were really young um, and stuff that really builds up, especially if you're in a household with emotionally abusive parents, how can we start to rebuild ourselves from that type of environment? Correct. Um, by all means, this is you know what I have discovered in my own journey. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm just an anesthesiologist. I put people to sleep. Uh, I also do some blogging. But I believe I have a message to convey and that I can help people based on my own life experience. And um, first of all, I would like to say that there are many types of emotional abuse. And, you know, when one hears the word abuse, one immediately thinks about physical abuse. And of course, that is correct. And, you know, no one should endure that kind of a torment. But other kinds of emotional abuse are in the form of abandonment or a parent who's physically there but is emotionally absent. So the end result is that the child's needs go unmet. And lastly, which is the um, abuse that I particularly suffered when I was three, four, five, seven, and into my adulthood, adulthood is the verbal abuse. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who have endured parents or adults who have been verbally abused to them. I'm sure there's many people in your audience. Verbal abuse is demoralizing to a child and it really destroys a child's self-esteem and it really truncates any possibility of self-love and self-care. And what can you give others if you don't love yourself first? And that's a really great insight. I feel like so many people, they struggle with stuff that happened to them early on. 
And then what can you really give to others if you don't have anything to give to yourself? That's why one of the things we advocate for is you got to do self-care first because without the self-care, then you're not able to care for others. And I know some people think that self-care is selfish, but you do really have to embrace it. And on the idea of just this overall topic, I feel like there's a tendency for kids to mimic their parents as they go on in life. But some people, like in Anna's case, you may not want to mimic that type of behavior. So I'm wondering, Anna, how did you avoid falling into your parents' footsteps and uh, having the same type of reaction and having the same type of relationship with your children? Well, um, I must tell you, I, when I had my son, I was terrified. And first of all, it was a wake-up call because I really then lived and understood and became aware of what had been done unto me that I would never do to my son. So I read a lot of books and I listened to a lot of advice and I asked a lot of questions. And yes, I prayed a lot. I'm a big believer and I prayed for guidance. And um, I really applied one of the tools that I advocate, which is, um, you know, the awareness of distorted thinking. And all of us who have undergone, you know, emotionally abusive, specifically verbally abusive parents have distorted thinking. And distorted thinking is one of the symptoms of what we have, which is called complex PTSD. And complex post-traumatic stress disorder is basically disabling anxiety and depression. And this distorted thinking where we, the sufferers, were convinced that everybody is out to get us. Mm. We misinterpret communication cues from others. Um, our thought processes are kind of tainted with fear, with you know, feeling that we're going to be abandoned, with poor self-worth. And we really believe that people are out to get us. And we respond with, uh, you know, uncalled for aggression and anger. And I really watch myself with my son, not to hurt him. And I watch myself with, you know, all the relationships in my life. Because um, I have found that once you say something hurtful, it's very difficult to take it back. And when you have work, to build trust in a relationship, be it with your child or with your significant other, others, it's very easy to ruin it in a second of anger. And um, I've learned to wait before I respond and give others the benefit of the doubt. That has really, really helped me in general in my life and in not making the same mistakes that my parents made with me. So that's one of the tools that I have used. And the listening to others and just thinking about what they're saying before you speak, there's just a lot of different insights in there where, you know, Anna, she's gone through such a transformational journey. She's read a lot of books. If you want to have better results in an area, you have to read up on it. And that's exactly what she did. And there's the, her childhood, then there's her becoming a parent, but there is that middle part that a lot of people struggle with, which is the actual healing process. So I'm wondering what 
did your healing process look like? Did you talk with people? Did you ask yourself deep questions? Was there forgiveness? Like, what did your entire healing process look like? Yes, uh, my entire healing process is where I got the tools that I'm going to share with you. Number one most important tool, while I was um, processing everything and trying to discover my own identity, discover who I was, um, I had to set boundaries with my parents. I mean, my father was pretty much gone from the beginning. Setting was mainly with my mother, who is narcissistic and has a borderline personality disorder. Uh, and it's also a very difficult person. Um, I believe that, you know, some people hide in their mental diagnoses. Um, I believe my mother is one of them. So I set boundaries with her. I went no contact for a full year, no contact. I know it may sound crazy or strange to some of you out there listening, but um, it's very necessary. So you can know who you really are and you have time to sit with yourself, sit with yourself and sit with your higher power and really question if all those pronouncements of years ago are true. Are you the person that they made you feel to be? Are you the load? They made you feel to be simply because they had to take care of you. Um, so that really helped me. Um, I discovered that I am not the person that made me to believe. I, like everyone else, have value. We all came to this world to give something and we all have gifts. And we just have to give some thought and discover what are our gifts. What do we give to the world? In the meantime, while I was you know, no contact, absent from her and her influences, I took care of myself. Mm -hmm. I always, you know, was, was careful about my rest. Um, I was, you know, in medical school. I dedicated myself to my studies. I wanted to do well. And I tried to sleep well. And I developed a, re a relationship with my creator. And I believe, and I think it has really helped me come along and heal. Um, so we have the self boundaries, we have the self care, which includes opening up to a higher power, um, the reclaiming of your self esteem. I also read about a, a lot of books about people's experiences, um, not necessarily about uh, you know child rearing, but also about who you are and surviving what was done to you, the abuse. Um, so that's what I did during that time, mm. particularly to answer your question. I mean, just hearing that whole story is really fascinating because you do have to, like from a boundary standpoint, like we talk about this in business, you want to set the hours where you work, but this is a completely different type of boundary where this is a soul searching. This is for anyone thinking about doing something like this, where you distance yourself from parents or friends you want to be very careful with the type of environment you put yourself in during that stretch because it's a very delicate stretch and it seems like anna put herself in a great environment with med school with getting proper sleep with doing what she could to do her best and 
I'm wondering after that year ended, how did the relationship between you and your mother change? And do you still have some boundaries to this day? Uh, to this day, I have some boundaries. Um, I have to tell you, Mark, that after I wrote my book and it got published, um, things changed for me. It's like once I was able to put it to paper, it was not holding me anymore. Mm. Um, I am able to see her as a human being whom I can help. And um, she's still blocked on my phone, but I call her almost every day. Oh, that's good. I do not react. I help her financially. Um, I do not react to her comments. I, I, I'm not a, you know, I don't fall under, you know, her stuff anymore. It's like it doesn't get to me which is huge. And at the same time, I, you know, I just see her as an elderly person who can use help and I am alive. I have energy and I want to do good. And I just help her like any other human being, because that's what we were, I mean, in the, in the end, that's why we're all here to help others. And it has given me a lot of joy to do this because the difference between me before the book and after the book, is the amount of joy that I'm able to experience in my life because I think I forgave her and I finally moved on. That's awesome. And I, you know, I won and she won also. That's really so awesome. This is, you know, how I did it. Would you say that writing, because some people they carry resentment, especially when you get a parent who doesn't treat you right. Like that's someone you could easily carry resentment for for the rest of your life and never really forgive. Would you say writing the book and for people who don't want to write books more specifically, like putting your thoughts onto paper, writing them down, would you say that was the big healing process that allows you to get to the other side or is there some missing equation that we're not fully seeing quite yet? I think in my particular case, it really helped me. Um, I love reading and I've always loved writing. And as I put my story down to paper, I kind of discovered a few interesting things. I mean, first of all, even though there were no parents there for me, you know, as I wrote my story and remembered it, I, I discovered that there were so many people that really helped me when I was desperate back there, you know, be it to buy a book or to get a recommendation letter or to listen to me, just keep me company just uh, you know, be a companion, be a kind word, be an adult um, you know, voice or an adult um, you know, advice. And those people were not even in my family. So what I discovered writing my book is that life or the universe and the people that are in the universe, they're always on your side. And that life always throws you lines, saving lines. And um, it's like when you make a decision to do something in life, it's like the whole universe. It, it's like compires with you to help you come along and you know, to bring all the physical and all the human elements together so you can get there you know, for what your purpose is. And you know, this is why I think it's important to spend time trying to discover what your purpose is in life. What do you enjoy doing? Um, what are you good at? What gives you joy? Um, what brings you closer to people? And um, I discovered all this while I was writing my book. And, you know, more now more than ever, I trust life. I'm, I'm open, I'm giving. And, you know, the more you give, the more it comes back in incredible ways. And not only for myself, but for my son. 
And, you know, I really, I pray every day to, you know, be able to develop, you know, whatever qualities I came with and to serve better. And I have really experienced a lot of joy lately and I'm very happy. And I can hear it through your story that you were happy. And I can hear that you fully healed. Writing is, a, is putting your thoughts on paper. It's a great way to get it out of your head and be able to assess it. But I mean, breakthrough successes, I don't know if you guys, but like you could definitely hear the transformation. You can hear there was some struggle. There were some questions. There was some deep soul searching. But at the end of the day, the transformation was complete. And with any type of emotional situation especially those deep roots like stuff that happens in childhood it can take a while to get through those types of situations and heal but all it takes is that first step all it takes is deciding going to make a change maybe like anna did you set those boundaries where you create a new environment for yourself but it really does start with that first step. Anna has her book, which can be a great first step for you as she goes through her entire experiences and just some different ways you guys can heal as well. So we'll have that book in the show notes. Do you want us to go anywhere else to keep following your work and journey? Um, I have a website. It's uh, annamariamd.com. And I have a blog, which uh, I love writing. And pretty much that's it. I mean, I'm also on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, on Instagram, I'm writermd44. Uh, Facebook, I'm Ana Maria Healing, I believe, but Ana Maria Michelena. You can find me there. We'll have those links down in the show notes. You can follow Anna and her work. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. And thank you, Anna, for coming on Breakthrough Success. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much.